Hi friends, this is JFET. Whether you're around the corner or across the world, welcome to The Daily Walk. I want you to take a moment today to pause in Jesus and see what new thing could take place in your life. At the end of this podcast, you can download our app, Boulder Church, or visit us online at boulder.church to connect. And remember, we would love to hear from you as we prepare for our messages every Saturday morning on The Daily Walk. Good morning. It's Wednesday, March 20. Welcome to Daily Walk. I'm Becky de Oliveira. And I'm Chief at de Oliveira. And uh, let me pray for today, middle of the week. Heavenly Father, just uh, thank you for this week. Thank you for all that we've uh, been processing, all that we've been doing. And uh, and Lord, I, again, just uh, as we read this passage, as we just pause for a moment, we think about Isaiah and uh, all that he was trying to translate and to bring uh, to us and for the future as well. God, may we have this fresh encounter, uh, may we remind ourselves of the incredible sacrifice and yet uh, the call that you're calling us to as well. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I'm reading today from the Revised Standard Version, the RSV, Isaiah 53. Who has believed what we have heard, and to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For he grew up before him like a young plant, and like a root out of dry ground. He had no form or comeliness that we should look at him, and no beauty that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And as one from whom men hide their faces, he was despised and we esteemed him not. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions, he was bruised for our iniquities. Upon him was the chastisement that made us whole, and with his stripes we are healed. And we like sheep have gone astray, we have turned every one to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth like a lamb that is led to the slaughter, and like a sheep that before its shears is dumb. So he opened not his mouth. By oppression and judgment he was taken away, and as for his generation, who considered that he was cut off out of the land of the living, stricken for the transgression of my people? And they made his grave with the wicked and with a rich man in his death, although he had done no violence and there was no deceit in his mouth." Yet it was the will of the Lord to bruise him. He has put him to grief. When he makes himself an offering for sin, we shall see his offspring. He shall prolong his days. The will of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. He shall see the fruit of the travail of his soul and be satisfied. By his knowledge shall the righteous one, my servant, make many to be accounted righteous, and he shall bear their iniquities. Therefore I will divide him a portion with the great, and he shall divide the spoil with the strong." Because he poured out his soul to death, and was numbered with the transgressors, yet he bore the sin of many, and made intercession for the transgressors. Yeah, that's just good. You know, I think think what's difficult about the podcast this week for me um, is that this this passage is is just... uh, is just uh, I don't know how do I say this. It's just uh, it's just it's pretty phenomenal. I mean, I think when I read it, I um, I'm just I'm translated to a place, and I think of it pulls me into the Gospels. It pulls me into a story all the time, and I'm just I'm kind of I'm seeing Christ in all of these sentences, and and I'm seeing the incredible uh, journey. I'm seeing God just taken on human form to 
to do so much to bring us to such a place and uh yeah it's, it's just uh it's pretty moving to me so it's uh it's fantastic all right here is the question for uh here is the question for today um have you seen the passion of the christ or other enactments of christ's death and how do you feel about them oh yeah yeah why don't you start talking about that because yes, yeah. I have. Yes, I, have I, 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 I read them. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I actually, I'd encourage you to read the Daily Walk because I think it's it's a really good, uh, good uh, way to process uh, process what it means. Because people react to it differently. Um, I, I remember going to that particular um, release when it came out in Leicester Square, and we had. Um, people of all different uh, tribes and different faiths and uh, walking inside there and people who had never been inside a, a theater or cinema before in their lives and they brought their sandwiches and their fruit and uh, walked inside there and uh, I was sitting with a rabbi in front of me and a Methodist minister on the right side of me and we, we all sat down and uh, I just remember that um, at the end um, there was a silence mm. and uh, we, we kind of, we walked out, somebody started singing a hymn I can't remember what the hymn was and uh, we instinctively knew the words and we all started to sing the hymn and we walked out and and then I was standing there in the middle of Leicester Square and uh, and I just I felt overwhelmed by mm-hmm. Leicester Square I felt overwhelmed by the people and just like how how do I what probably felt odd because you'd been through this kind of traumatic experience I just felt like how do I to let, go back and out how into do the I world? let the world know? all that God has done. So it was an affecting experience for you in a positive way. Yeah, yeah. Because I have read some things um, about parents, for instance, who took quite small children to see it. You know, these are people who would not ordinarily take their kids to see, say, an R-rated movie. And this movie is more than R-rated. No, absolutely. And I was surprised by that. I thought, is there some kind of a, I don't know, free pass that... We give people if it's something that's Christian, quote, Have they seen it before? I or religious. Know. I don't know. I I think so. I think in some cases, I once I once encouraged my church thing. to go see uh, a movie, a Christian movie. It was uh, I think it was an Easter movie, and I said, "Hey," it's and movies. then it ended up being horrific. Oh like, my! It was oh, horrible. because you hadn't actually seen it. You just been it. Oh. told to tell your church members oh, to watch it. The worst. We know they're doing a sequel of the Passion of the Christ. Yeah, which I'm thinking will be a bit more upbeat. <laughs> the resurrection. The resi- well, yeah. I mean, there's not much of a downer with that. That's, that's the a happier act, story. Yeah, the Although you ascension. leave it to Mel Gibson, and I don't know. I mean, anything could happen. <laughs> it'll be interesting yeah. to see what he, which which it, elements he wishes to uh, to focus on. But it'll uh, be interesting to see the effect of it having been only three days, and yet Jim Caviezel will have aged by like 15 years. Yeah. Although um, he probably is the kind of person who CGI, doesn't age. CGI. They can, yeah. But I mean, have the Passion Play or, you know, I, I used to run the uh, yeah, Passion. Yeah, at Andrews passion, University, mm-hmm. they do a big live Passion Play at Andrews, Easter yeah. weekend every year. And it, I mean, it's live animals mm-hmm. and hundred thousands of, of hours of preparation and work. It's pretty phenomenal. How many costumes did they have? An entire room that's yeah. filled with the costumes that they no, keep. It, it is pretty phenomenal. It's, and, and it's it, a it well moves, done thing. It moves all the people who participate in it. It is actually very difficult. It's difficult to be a person to to in reenact the scenes. And it actually, it was very hard for those who. Um, they would read the Gospels and they would read, you know, um, a book like Desire of Ages or they would read, they would try to like immerse themselves into the story as best as possible. And it was very, yeah. very difficult to be well, a Roman soldier. This is one Ooh. thing that I wrote about in my daily walk was that there is this quote from Ellen White saying that we should spend some amount of time mm-hmm. every day reflecting on 
Jesus' death, basically. Mm-hmm. And I was asking, you know, does that mean this kind of reflection, like kind of the the blood and gore aspect, like watching the the Passion? I talked about how yeah. I didn't watch the Passion until I was forty years old, yeah. and then I've watched it a few times since then. I yeah. had I had kind of a yearly ritual of watching it on Easter yeah. that I didn't do last year, and I'm not sure that I will this year. I'm kind of juries out on that. I haven't decided. Yeah. Um, and I don't, I don't have a strong feeling about whether I should do it or not. It feels a little bit like a punishment. <laughs> like, I don't know, I've kind of done that. Um, but at the same time, I see some merit in doing it as well. So I, look, I, 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 I kind of believe in movie. punishment to some extent. I don't think it's the best extent. movie to, to Possibly take you there, not. But, but I, I understand what they're doing because it, it does spend a lot of time on on the physical side. Well, and then in general, there aren't a lot of movies about Jesus that I like at Mm. all because there's always, there's kind of something wrong with them. If they're not too violent, then they're just kind of wimpy or Mm. pointless or, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I do. I do. They don't always make the best. Yeah, I think sometimes enacting things can ruin them a little bit. It can take away some of, you know, like having a favorite book of yours turned into a movie. And having it not done well, yeah. and having the characters not be what you envisioned, it was better the way that you had it in your head. I I think that there is something valuable to think about uh, when you think about Christ every single day, and you, as you, I mean, here we are, encouraging you to to try the daily walk every day, to actually read the text, to listen to the text, to to just process uh, a moment with God at least every day, and 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 part of this really comes from the idea that God t- talks about taking up your cross. Every single day. So what he's really saying is, is taking up and denying uh, the you know, the journey that we have, where we want to walk down this path and and follow sin. And he's saying, look, take up and follow me instead. And uh, the battle comes by us confessing and connecting with God. I think that's more than anything. That's what actually the thinking about Jesus does to us. Mm. Every single day, it just brings you back to that moment where you actually want to confess and uh, reset your clock, and I think that's encouraging to do. So let me repeat the question. Uh, Have you seen The Passion of the Christ or other enactments of Christ's death, and how do you feel about them? Talk about that with your friends, uh, your loved ones, and uh, live love, and we'll connect tomorrow. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Daily Walk podcast today. If you remember, if you have any questions, reach out to us online at boulder.church. And if you can help support us, please feel free to give online at boulder.church forward slash give. Until next time, look after each other and live love.